Hello, and welcome to the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast with Mike and Laurent. It is April 19th on a Tuesday. I got it all backwards. In this episode, City find the FA Cup a bridge too far. It is their uh, Operation Market Garden. Chelsea rigged the semi for the Gallagher-less Palace. That's why they could beat them, because they didn't have their own best player. But first, Mike, does anyone want to finish in the top four? Does my beloved Brighton want to stop everyone in North London from winning any? They do. There's the first time they did that the the North London away double in like 70 years or some shit like that. It's not 70. It doesn't matter how long. It was a fucking long time. But it was it's we're we're here we are again. It's April. And teams there are, are four teams that want nothing the fuck to do with the last Champions League spot. And somehow it always ends up being Tottenham and Arsenal in this race. Yeah. Usually Who, it, playing the role Leicester. of Leicester City is right, right, Arsenal. Right. <laughs> right. It's been Chelsea. It's been Leicester. It's been United. It's been West Ham. It's just That's right. the uh, worst. Although West Ham pulled it out. Yeah, no, I know. And now they're back in the race, but they shit the bed three weeks ago, right? Like, so... <laughs> And it's, they're the only one of those three playing European games. They're fucking, you know what? Right, they're Let's, in deep shit. We're going to do scores. We're going to do all this. Before we do anything, the season could end tomorrow and West Ham could lose all seven games. What a fucking incredible season by that hey. group of 11 guys. Hey, Literally, job, that group of 11. Because yeah. there wasn't any. There wasn't anyone else. It's that group of 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, David Moyes is just like, he's just like, you know what? You guys... Fuck me. I was in the wilderness. I went to Sociedad. You broke. You know what? It's another thing. Like, we talk about players losing confidence. He lost his confidence as a manager. Yeah. And he had to go into the wilderness, try and be David Moyes in Spain, which was weird. (laughs) Then I think he took Sunderland down. Yep. And they've, I mean, he killed them. They're gone. They're like, they have a yeah. show about them that's like literally the saddest. Don't joke. watch it. <laughs> it's so sad. Don't watch it. You'll want to kill yourself. Just, to, <laughs> yeah, just to, like, not even like as a sad thing. Just like a hey, I don't have to feel this way anymore. Like, like <laughs> oh god, don't watch that show. Yeah, yeah. Sunderland until so I die. Good. It's like no, I'm going to die by supporting Sunderland. Yeah. So Moyes gets the coach of the year. That's done for me. I'm just telling you. And mm. then our guys, your boys, just dropping hatfuls of goals run into <laughs> Graham Potter who's just like I know what you're doing I got yeah. this we're gonna put five players in the midfield and we're gonna follow Harry Kane and Ibasuma's like no I'm done with this right. this dropping in and you running behind we're gonna chase Kane and when you guys run we're gonna follow your runners <sighs> very simple we got I this. enjoyed that performance very much from Brighton but I'll say this I had to sit through Jim Proudfoot on the call, and I thought that he he's fine, usually. like I, I, He's your nondescript, boring, white English dude who's on some of the Barclays ads that you hear. Actually, that's Peter Curry. Mm-hmm. But the point is, like, he's like third or fourth in the rotation of like the top quality guys. Pretty good. Not the best, but not bad by any stretch. But what he was doing, and forget the Tottenham thing for a second, but what he kept saying was that all of these things that Tottenham was not doing, no, no, no. They were they, they they barely got off the bus, right? Brighton took that game to them. They were all over them. Now, let's be clear. I think I do think that a draw was probably the probably most fair, fair result. Probably more fair. Um, and I'm not and I'm not saying that because I support one team or whatever, but I just don't think Brighton sure as shit made sure that like their mission was, hey, Todd, I mean, you're not getting anything from us today. And they they were on the front foot. They never really it was like a a passive press, if you will, right? Because there were times they played no they strikers, really... no, 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 Mope, no, right, no wipes, right. 
but they went with the the ever present Trossard, who is a slick motherfucker. You got to watch. Oh yeah, it. no, absolutely. <laughs> I thought if there was a team that deserved the win, it was Brighton. I thought that the the right outcome was a draw. But what if you weren't watching that game and you were just listening to it, you'd have thought that it was like Tottenham had committed war crimes. Like no, talk about the game in front of you. Don't call the table. Call the game. Yeah, and that, I think that really kind of bothered me. Over yeah, the I think uh, to your, you you started complaining about. Well, let, let's 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 do the scores, then we can get back into we'll it. We'll get back into this. Okay. The scores have to happen because that's just how we do things now. We have a system. We have a system. <laughs> There's a system in place. <laughs> uh, I will do the FA Cup scores. Let's start with the FA Cup. City 2, uh, Liverpool 3. City don't show up for the first half. City send in their reserves. Liverpool annihilate City. I called this. City just didn't show up. They couldn't show up. They didn't have the players. They didn't have the energy. They made it something of it in the back end of the game. Good for Liverpool. The quadruple's on. I'm petrified. If they win a quadruple, we'll never hear it from the scouts. Oh, the rest of our Stop. fucking lives. It, it will end the Premier League and England as it as it stands currently. <laughs> so, anyway, Liverpool will burn down. That's fine. Then Everton might get their stadium because there'll be an empty hulking area where they can just build whatever they want. <laughs> <laughs> um, then Chelsea have a tough half against Crystal Palace who sit in to defend and without Gallagher they just don't have the gear I think Vieira made a mistake he played a defensive style that he thought would be the right thing for Chelsea but Chelsea's really not that good you don't have to play defensive yeah no we talked about it we said what you know if we sent all three, Olise, Zaha. He didn't and put Olise. He went with Marteta, who didn't really help, yeah. and he took him off in the 56 minute. Anyway, they lose 2 0, setting up a fourth round attack between three draws that Chelsea and Liverpool have played in the FA Cup final. I'm liking Chelsea for that one because that's all they've got. And Liverpool will be like, we have three more games. We got to yeah. try to win the FA Cup. <laughs> we yeah. want the Champions League finals two weeks after that. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, so we go to Saturday. Your mob, we just talked about it. Brighton won. Tottenham nil. Uh, Trossard's goal at the end was really good. Late late, well late goal. But the, the, the midfield for Brighton was fantastic. Then the other front team from North London. Oh, Southampton away. We called it. This team's not going to be easy to beat. Even after they give up six goals, the goal from Bednarik stands from the first half, late in the first half, and Southampton see out uh, Arsenal, who are now lost three or four, four or five maybe. Then on Sunday, we didn't have a lot of games because they were all mixed up with the FA Cup. West Ham won, Burnley won. West Ham, hang on. Burnley should have won this game. Cornet draws the penalty, takes the ball off of... Could have been up 2-0 early after Sean Dyche fired, which we yep. never talk about, by the yep. way. <laughs> we talked about it a lot. Uh, but he misses, and West Ham survive a draw. And then in the 95th minute, Newcastle literally go from corner across the field, target with the freaking Cruyff turn in the back corner, up the field to uh, Willock, who runs halfway across the field. G G Bruno runs, follows it up. He scores the winner. And Leicester, the team that has blown more games in the last five minutes than any team I've ever heard of, blow this game. Newcastle win. Q scenes. Bruno Gamares. Gamares, whatever they're calling him. Bruno goes nuts. He loves it. What a win for Newcastle. That is a galvanizing win. They don't have to win another game for the rest of the season. No, they're they're on 37. They're, they're golden. Not. And Leicester can rue another day. Uh, it seems the regular press has started to figure out what I figured out in the first month of the season. Uh, you know, Schmeichel's cooked. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. He is not good anymore. And uh, I'm sure that Brendan Rodgers must have the same stats I do. How does he not see this? Anyway, that's okay. Those are the scores. I don't think there's anything else. But there's games midweek. But oh, it's a big talk midweek. About more shit. Oh, I forgot one game that I don't want to talk about anyway. I forgot. Oh, yeah. Manchester United 3, Norwich 2. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And United, we have to start there. United tried to ditch this game, but Norwich uh, ditched it more than they did. Norwich uh, did it. And it's your and, classic. And Cristiano, Cristiano yeah. gets a hat trick, scoring his first free kick in two years and his second in five, but he takes all of them. Well, what I said, what I said to you and Chari is true, right? It's, it's by my count, at least the fifth or sixth game, which can translate to literally 15 or 18 of Man United's 54 points. So a third of Man United's points are literally instances where it's like, oh yeah, they have that guy, including both games against Spurs. where like their team is complete shit. From one to ten, but it's not that eleventh man, yeah. that eleventh man, it, it was literally like the LeBron James Cavs. Like, yeah. holy shit, this team is a disaster. How are they even in the play? Oh, right, they just keep passing it to that fucking guy, right? Like, it, it, remarkable, remarkable. I and, mean, I think, I think sometimes they have, they just, their whole season comprises of. These guys are really super fucking talented. They're all on the same team. And once in a while, they have moments where things happen and they score goals. Their best player of the season has been De Gea by far. He's like plus 10 goals saved on expected goals, which is like three games, four games. Sure, sure. Then you've got Alanga who doesn't know what he's doing, but at least he knows if I close someone down, I pass it to Ronaldo after I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an effective system. I like yeah. that. Yeah. And uh, they, they're not a union. They're not connected. <laughs> Norwich blew this game. They should have won. They gave yeah, away goals. Yeah, no, I know. But they're still the playing time, out from the back, yeah. which is a joke. That's why they're yeah, going down. Yeah, I mean, look, their goose is cooked, right? They're, they're, they're not. They're going down. They're, they're, they're going they're down. Gone. And I think everybody has, has knows it. For a moment there, and this is the problem game. with I missed teams the game. that are so soft. That like oh I missed Watford Brentford I don't know why I skipped it anyway Brentford oh, yeah, scored that's late another late winner with uh, with Erickson uh, Erickson <laughs> um, but back to United right. it's it's a case for Norwich where they hear the footsteps they hear the shot that like the shadows start to appear and it's two one and they're like oh fuck we're gonna be oh yeah there it is now it's tied and they held on and held on and held on and then Ronaldo did Ronaldo things and that's really all all that you really need to say about it because. You know, it, it, and it was shaping up to be a, a classically terrible top four weekend. And then here come United, smash bag and crash. And now they're right back in it, whether I like it or not. Okay. They can they're, get, they can, they're there. They're right there. But, and it's not because they're any good. It's because no. Tottenham and Arsenal and West Ham are fucking terrible. Remember, okay? we sp- we talked about this when we yes. saw the Everton and, and, and Norwich on the schedule. We were like, if they win both these games, the narrative is going to flip. Now, they didn't win both the games, they didn't. but the other two lost yeah, games they, they that wouldn't have been expected. And so, by default, uh, they get they gain because the other teams aren't winning. They gain three points out of that two-game stretch. And so, they're right back in it. West Ham get their draw. You know, it's really down to it. And, and I, I wouldn't – it wouldn't surprise me. It would surprise me. It would surprise me if United got that top four spot. It wouldn't. No, it wouldn't surprise me. But like, here's the thing: the top four, or or the I should say, the race for fourth, has more or less become the Hunger Games. 
But instead of it's almost like it's like the reverse Hunger Games because everybody's trying to lose, right? Like, so I, I just what do you think it's gonna take? Like 66? Um, let me look at the table They're real on, quick. It's usually Tottenham right around that 65 to 70. Tottenham are on 57 with six games to go. So that's right. So 18 that's points. 18 points. So that's 65 points would be if Tottenham win all of their remaining games, which they will not, I promise. Um, they would be on 76. It will take the first one to 62 is going to get it. I'm not saying 62 is the number, but whoever's first to that number. Well, isn't it, isn't it really like one and a half points per game would really get you there? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's what, that's nine. So yeah. They're on. Sorry, not 62, 72. I meant to say 72. Um, 72 would be a big number if they got the 72. They're on. I mean, no, they're no. on 1.75 points no, per game. They're, well, they're at, they're at, they're at 57 now. So I, I said 65. I apologize. 75 is is the maximum number of points that Tottenham can get. Right? They're not going to get um, 75. I, I understand. It's going to be like 66, 67. We'll get it to you. So 10 from their next 10 points from their from next the next 18. Yeah, that would yeah. be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think it's I think it's closer to seventy. I would say it's just under seventy, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that uh, nonetheless, you, you're looking at a team that's gonna go have to go on least bad run. Now, Tottenham and United both have to play Arsenal. Arsenal have to play Chelsea, and uh, actually, Arsenal yeah. have to play. Arsenal United, have to Chelsea play all three. It's in Tottenham. their hands. They just yeah. win those three games. They're in. Wow. I mean, the thing, in so much as it's in their hands, but is it? Like they're not, they're not winning um, games. <laughs> no. And, 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 and speaking of, I think that that's, you know, that's a good segue into one of the two major matchups of the week on Wednesday, Arsenal, Chelsea. And, and I, I begrudgingly have to root for the blues and a, a number know. of my friends are, are already making no hell of a lot of fun of me for that. But I mean, at the same time, I think that they're going to blow this fucking game. And I think Arsenal is going to get at least a draw because I, and I know we don't agree on this, but no way. Arsenal's dropped three games in a row now, but the last two, they, I mean, they played the the opposition off the park, right? No, there's uh, no way they are beating Chelsea without Thomas Partey. None. Zero. And that's fair. That's no fair. Chance. What I'll say is, <laughs> I think that Chelsea is going to be checked out from the Premier League. They've they've more or less got third place sewn up. There's no real uh, reason to be that excited about it. And additionally. Where is Chelsea's schedule going after that? They've got Arsenal, West Ham. You know, well, they don't care. They they're they done. They're just waiting for the FA Cup final. Right, right, right. Um, uh, you know what? I did have in my back of my head that they were still in Champions League, which they are not. So maybe no, no, so this is not. all they have now until yeah, the very yeah, end. Yeah, that's all so. they've got. So so we have talked. We we talked Brighton. We've talked. We haven't talked about Arsenal. Like you said, Arsenal really peppered Southampton. Southampton got their goal early. But it's hard to go, especially for Arsenal, to go to Southampton and score. And I think the narrative if you talk to Arsenal fans is their narrative is they're young, they can't really react. They're in TM squeaky bum time for their season. You know, they're they're having a hard time. They're not Lacazette is supposed to be the veteran who's scoring goals, but he hasn't He's scored not. for well, eons. Setia is giving them nothing. And when those wingers don't score goals that are, look pretty. They don't have anything. And I don't know yeah. what's happening with Odegaard. I haven't 
watch them closely. Is he creating shots? Is he having to drop into the midfield because there's no one to make those transitions happen? Or he's afraid that Sambi Lokonga is going to get into trouble, so he's dropping deeper to defend. We know what you get from Xhaka, which is fuck all. And then they're full, they're just the defense is injured. They don't have Tomiyasu. They're running with Suarez. They just don't. They didn't have enough depth. And the Arsenal world, Arsenal world is looking at January and saying, "What the fuck happened? We lost Aubameyang. Now they're like, we don't have Aubameyang. We need him. I'm yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. you didn't. He was dragging your team. I'll down. say, yeah, I'll say this. If they had kept Aubameyang, they would be in ninth place because he would be. Basically, the, the cancer. Out of the ground. Yeah, it was interesting to see the end of that tenure where nobody wanted him there. It was reminiscent of Erickson's end of spell at Spurs. Right. right. When the guys are done, they're done. You got to yeah. get them out. And and yeah, and that, and that was the thing. Like the weird thing, the, the only difference in that parallel I just made is that like Erickson was still the engine for Spurs, but he was doing it basically on a tryout basis like somebody come and fucking get me please yeah and yeah. and that was basically the only reason he felt any drive to go far farther yeah. after the, yeah. the the champions league final whereas yeah. obama yang couldn't be fucking bothered right we do we, i do want to get to our friend mr Deich, uh mr sean Deich. when we talked when we had our big everton uh episode when we were talking about whether everton would go down the only thing we called out on why Burnley would stay up was that they had Dyche. Yeah. And now they don't. They do get a draw. They probably could have won. And so now Everton get a huge shot in the arm because I do not believe in Frank Lampard. Frank Lampard is not a good coach. The only thing that's saving them is the fact that they have those home games and and they push and Gordon pushes them. Uh, but right now, Burnley are three points behind. They have the same amount of games. Do they need they need to win three games? They they actually and Everton they need has, Everton to really lose. Well, so Everton has one game in hand. They have the same goal difference. But but what I'll say is, I think what a shock though. I Incredible. looked at well, I, yeah, of course. I looked at um, Burnley's schedule before they had fired Sean. They Dyson. still have like, Watford. I think. I just I don't. Yeah, that's the one game. But I'm like, I don't see it because. They'll 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 surprise everybody with a smash and grab and beat somebody they shouldn't. Fine, fine, fine. But I don't see them out footballing anybody on their schedule, including Watford. But now I, I don't know. It's see up in the air. As Who a knows wild card. Yeah, they're sort of wild card. So I, I I like to think that they'll go for it, right? Because now I, I mean we've said this all year. Go for a win every fucking time instead of playing passive and going for the draws. Yeah, those this draws don't, those draws no longer help. Like these, these draws don't help you. Draws are a push, right? Right. Yeah, they needed so, to win that game. Maybe right, Cornet right, right. pushed it, but Southampton, Wolves, Watford away, Aston Villa. They have Aston Villa twice, home and away, which is weird. Right. And they have Spurs and Newcastle. Not an easy run, but it's not a lot of games. Like it, it's really no. getting. But you didn't say you didn't say it aside from Spurs anybody from the top seven, right? No, no. so it's, it, it's 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 teams that they will feel like they can beat. Yeah, I exactly. think the thing to remember is like Veghorst is like a twenty goal scorer. Like he's that's what not I'm saying. A joke. They have him. They have like Cornet. If they, if they open up the handbrake, maybe they just 
play completely differently. And who would be more surprised in that than the first few opponents? They're like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, imagine scouting Burnley right now. You're like, well, uh, no idea what's going to come out of that fucking Now, the out. problem is, is that they, can they do that? That's one question. Uh, they did lose Westwood. Apparently, I, I, all I heard was grisly injury where guys were crying. I don't oh. know what the injury was. No, thanks. Maybe he broke his leg. That would be my guess. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's usually where it comes from. But Southampton are hit and miss. You don't know what you're going to get. It's at you can, home. You can beat Southampton. They can beat at Southampton. Home. At night? Then Watford. That's yeah. two. We're calling that two. Can they get – are they going to lose to Aston Villa twice? Well, wait a minute. Wait no. A minute. <laughs> if they have two wins, that means that they'll be – one. does Everton have a win in them, right? Because then that means that Everton have to have one win – to be even on 30, uh, 31 points. So then you go down the stretches. I don't remember what the second tiebreaker is, but you're basically talking about a neck and neck race for that final safety spot, which is going to make the, so, uh, so Everton have an also strange schedule. They have Leicester twice, but they also have Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, Crystal Palace. And Brentford. <laughs> but they do have the advantage of three home games. They have Chelsea at home. They have Brentford at home. And they have mm-hmm. Palace at home. Right. Uh, I don't know where those teams are going to be at that point. Uh, they have the advantage, right? They've got the points. They've got the players. They have a lot of advantages. And now Brentford, Burnley have the wild card advantage. They are exactly. Just, I don't know what they are. Um, they are probably. They don't they, know what they are. <laughs> right. They don't score goals. Um I did not talk Watford. Watford are gone. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We can't go any further into the show without talking about the big, big game of the week, Liverpool and Manchester United. Yes. The two teams you hate more than ISIS, but look at, is this a game? Is this the stage at Anfield for Cristiano Ronaldo, who, by the way, had some terrible news about a baby boy today, and I, I feel horrible for him. Yeah. Um, and all the love to him and his it wife. It was twins, Earth right? Is, and he, is, the girl survived. They lost one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is just just sickening and terrible. And and my heart goes out to him. Um, so I wanted to say that and, and get that out of the way. But um, is this a stage where where he can go do what he did on the weekend? Can he? It, he thrives for these spots in in a vacuum. This right? is a take spot. all the other stuff. This is a spot for you. I mean, I'm not. This is not hyperbolic. United can literally save their season with this and game. cost Liverpool theirs. Right. A performance in this game at Anfield after they were annihilated at home. Laughable. I mean, they gave up the last 20 minutes of that game were keep away pathetic football. Mm-hmm. If this club cannot get up for a destroying of Liverpool. In Anfield, even a draw would be heroic. Yeah, absolutely. Right, a draw kills Liverpool at this point. Weirdly, right? Mm-hmm. But that Liverpool saw their schedule have three game have have three games a week. Chose the FA Cup final semi final against City as a team as a game to put the biggest dogs out, and we're like, oh, Tuesday's fine. We got that. Mm-hmm. If I'm United, I'm like, yeah, you got this? Yeah. If I'm Paul Pogba, I am finding anything to find everything. If I'm Fernandez, if I'm Pogba, if I'm Ronaldo, I grab, 
I'm trying to think of the guys you would grab. I grab fucking uh, Varan. I grab Fred. I grab Fernandez. And I get Rashford. a hold of Cristiano. And I just go, no, fuck those guys. I'm like, you <laughs> fucking, we are winners. These fucking clowns are nobody. No one's going to disrespect me in this fucking building. We're going to go fucking get this done. I don't Ooh. care. Don't try and score. Look, you're ready, right? You're like, Look at that. we yeah. won the fucking Champions League. Varane and me, you, Fred, you fucking won leagues in Shakhtar. You won shit. These guys are fucking punks. Don't pay attention to them. Don't even fucking pass it to them. I don't give a fuck. Win this fucking game. Get me the ball in the box. Don't fuck around. Get it done. Let's my go. Nipples, my nipples are so hard right now. That's a great speech. Let's go. That's I've a great never speech. Rooted for fucking United more in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you're rooting for United. I'm rooting for Chelsea. Cats and dogs living together. I mean, I'm not really rooting for United. I just like can't. Yes, you are. I just can't. Yes, you are. Well, I mean, it's the only game I can think of that that, you, that Liverpool will lose. They, they that, that United has the talent to beat this team if they decide inside themselves that they have it, or are they afraid? Yeah, I can't imagine that they're afraid. I don't think they are. Yes, I, I mean, we'll see. I, I I think that Liverpool's got a chance to lose this game. They've got a chance to lose against Spurs, and that's it, right? Like, uh, so the the hope is that Everton, I mean, look, Everton, and for the nat the neutral, Everton, I shouldn't Everton, Everton, come on, Everton, fuck yeah, something. all right, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. On the weekend, oh, Michael Keane's on our team, forget it. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, no, I just. Uh, I know, I know. It's I, so I get intrigued. more passionate about my opponents losing than my own team winning. Shine fraud. I should really be pissed off about that city game, but I can't be because I was like, oh, we just Atletico just fucked our season. You called that walking into it though, and it wasn't even like a typical city thing. It was like, yo, they just survived a war. They are they have one leg, and <laughs> yeah. Liverpool got but to they, sit but in the second thing, gear against Benfica. Yeah, the thing is, is that the first half they didn't show up. Like they took yeah. They took that feeling and were just like, oh, yeah, we're defeated. Like, I thought Fernandinho, I mean, Zinchenko. No, well, God, go God love him right? and his country being war-torn. They missed so many passes. And then Stefan, I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. You, I mean, this, 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 the less talked about that game, the better. Like, that City came back at all was incredible. I, I was did like, see oh, that wow, they made it through too late. And I was like, oh, that's nice. But, I, it, like, it, it never felt – maybe it's because I talked to you before, but, like, it never felt – like it was a game that that they had any chance at. No, and then you know, do they bring on De Bruyne? No. Yeah, they bring in Mares with the eighty third minute to try and save him. Okay. Okay. All right. I think I think Pep has a lot of respect. I mean, I think Pep knew he's like, we've won the FA Cup. This is not. This is a bridge too far. We can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get this game. We're just not doing it. They mm -hmm. kind of gave it away, which kind of sucked. But I think ultimately they just don't have it. And weirdly. The weird thing is, is like this narrative of, oh, City don't have depth. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, right. All of a sudden, they shift narratives like, oh, Liverpool have depth. City don't have depth. I'm like, we have depth. We just That's don't funny. use it. It's just bizarre. These narratives are fucking hilarious. Like we were talking about Spurs loss it. and how how Spursy. It's Spursy. I'm like, it'll be Spursy until it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's like I said, it was it was Brighton's game. It was not a game where Spursy is they went up 1-0 early and they capitulated and they lost 3-1. That I'll give you. I can't refute that. But a game where they just got outsmarted and and beaten by a very good manager who's underappreciated. Uh not by I think me. We should we should name the show Squeaky Bum Time. 
Graham Potter conversations, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but like, I, 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 we what, I, what I'm waiting for is for Potter to go to a bigger club and there'd be a surprise. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like yeah. every, everybody knows. Hey, like, we have the episodes. We've been here the whole fucking time. Yeah. It's just the Graham it's, Potter it's, fan club. Yeah. It's just like, I'm just like, can they just get anything resembling hey, anything as a striker? Remember when he said no to Tottenham? That was fun. Um, <laughs> God damn it. But he no, did, I, right? like did he, he did. He did. Oh, maybe they wanted to lowball him. Uh, probably, but like at the same time, like great. Like Graham Potter said no to you. Like so many managers wanted nothing the fuck to do with Daniel Levy. So anyway, it's not important. I don't want to talk about it any more than that. <laughs> but um, it's just it, it's just something that we saw coming. We've said this. You had them. We both had them, I think, in the in the okay. preseason, which we should revisit. Okay. Uh, the preseason right. table in the top 10. I definitely, you had, had, in the top I definitely six. had I definitely had Newcastle going down. So did I, I think. But, like, we also didn't foresee uh, Nation State taking them over. So what are you going to do? Um, there are things that <laughs> what, are out what, of what your we were chatting, We were chatting about weird stats. We were chat- so we've gone through the season. We've gone through the games. We're, we're the less we talk about these games, the 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 more interesting they are. We're basically just on City Liverpool watch. Who's going to lose first? Wait, and you had on- you had Newcastle going down. I definitely. I had them at sixteen. I had Burnley, Palace, and Watford, and you had Newcastle, Burnley, and Norwich. So we're probably going to both be two for three. Um, because I just wanted I wanted it to be true that Norwich were gonna stay up, so I said palace. Oh, from from news from the championship. Yes. Uh Forest, big win. Yes. Big win. And pour some out for Wayne Rooney's Derby relegated. Mm. He couldn't I just, bridge too far. 21 uh, point deduction. Uh, could never get there. And he got relegated on a team that was Reading were down 4-1 to Swansea, and they pull it back level to relegate Derby. Oh, my God. And they had a six-point deduction. So they even they were <laughs> – dude, the championships where the real men are born. <laughs> <laughs> there's deductions. There's no VAR. They play three times a week. It's 46 yeah. games. It's blood and or thunder. And you're like – we got one year of parachute payments. We got to go up, man. <laughs> Need that money. <laughs> Which is basically that segues back. I mean, we're all over the place, but that segues to Burnley. Their leverage buyout, their 86% of their revenue comes from the TV deal. If they oh. don't stay up, they're gone. Yeah, they're like, they might be bye-bye, trouble. American owners who got to spend money. Get the fuck out of here. Bye-bye. Yeah. What will happen is they'll it'll sink. They'll go down a level, and Sean Dyche will be like, I'm ready. I'm back. Give me back my team. <laughs> yeah. The boys will still be there, and he'll take them right back up. Yep. <laughs> It'll yep. be the same team. They'll be like 35 years old. <laughs> they should have sold Tarkovsky. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> they ain't going to get shit for him now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, where do you want to go, Mike? Well, we Hockey were talking – before uh, before the show, we were talking about we were just talking hockey for a little bit, and we were saying that you know the second the hockey assist, as it's known, the secondary assist yeah. on goals that are scored, and and that they don't exist in in soccer, Football. and yeah. that that would be such a great addition. Not, and we got into started to talk about why, and we we're like, ah, fuck it, we'll save it for the show. But I think that there's a couple of different things, right? Like you said, when I score an own goal, and it goes off of you and into your own net. Mm. Um, I don't even get an assist for that, right? No. So, like, so, so there's, there's a number. In fact, of they stat give it reforms. to the guy who gave it up. Like, 
It's well, own goal that. Magoo. Like Tottenham for a lot of the season, their fourth, their third leading scorer was Mr. Own Goal. So I yes. So I don't mind that uh, in the sense that if it's truly an own goal, because there you know that there are two kinds, right? And, and it's true in hockey too. The fuck um, ups and then the deflection. He fired it across the front face of goal. He's running backwards, tries to defend. He's like, either I get lucky or it goes in. Yeah, exactly. So so there's those. Um, and then there in hockey, you you're giving them if it goes off of your ass and then off of your face and, or, and so if like, you're near the goal, you are you're, you're, you're effectively you're the last person to touch the puck before it goes in, right? So so okay. Now we're not gonna get too far into a stat reform kind of episode, but we've started to think about why, right? And so yeah. so you had kind of a good point as yeah, to why. Yeah, yeah. I think be. one of the things that I don't think our listeners understand and know is that the professionalism and revenue generation of the top five leagues is relatively recent when compared to American sports. Baseball is created as a money-making enterprise. The NFL is created as a money-making enterprise. They say, oh, college football is really popular. Let us make a professional league and copy baseball. I don't think people realize baseball is really the forefather of professional sports and is copied. Uh, mm-hmm. across like the league table that you see in the premier in the the league comes from baseball baseball just had a single table and that's how it looked for the first hundred years of baseball so the it, we've been cross-pollinating sports for a long time but the sports that evolve from amateurism into professionalism as an evolution they retain things that are weird right like so yeah. we have all these notions of sportsmanship and fair play and not thinking about stats and all these kind of things that American sports were like, what you guys worry about that shit. I thought I was getting <laughs> ripped off the whole time. Like yeah. $7 beer, man, that's just how it goes. Right. No right. problem. Uh, you know, so that sort of stuff is new. And I think on the anniversary of the super league, that's right today nice. Nice. <laughs> on the anniversary of the super league, it's kind of interesting to think about why that ethos is inside and that, the sport starts as amateur and becomes professional over time. I think Germany was the last league to be professional. They literally were like guys on the books or that that became paid for. Like you worked at the Wolfsburg factory. Hint, hint, you're not on the machine anymore. Now, England was <laughs> professional earlier, but they had a wage cap. Like you couldn't make more than 10 pounds a week until like 1953. Like they had a hard cap. Boom. And they fought, and this guy from Newcastle, and they had the reserve clause like they did in baseball. Same, all these same concepts where you could demand a transfer or not. So all these things come across, and I just think that that is where some of these stats that we think about they they do relay because stats are about like you need a contract, so you need stats yeah. to argue with the team to say I scored goals. Like what's that? What's that amazing midfielder who says? I passed the ball to the other guy before he scored the goal. What do you mean? Right. You want that hockey assist, right? You're going to yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I'm not. Because I would love to know what Perlo's hockey assists are. We oh, don't God. know what they are. Because yeah. he played deep. He spun it out wide. Yeah. And someone crossed it in. Like, what would Birdcamp's numbers be when he was sitting in a number 10 and go one, two, goal to, to Henri, especially late in his career? We'd never know. We We only have these direct things, right? How many would 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 guys have? I don't know. Yeah, it would be well, much more interesting. And it's I was saying too, like there's on that point, there's so many team goals in in football, yes. and so so to give it to one, sometimes two 
guys got all of the credit for that goal. And the, the, the sharps understand this, like, no, no, no. The play started in midfield. They put it out wide. They put it back into the box to get, to be able to spread that wealth a little bit feels, feels like the right thing to do, but it has to be done in a very subjective way. In a, in a in a in a way where like I mean for what's what's called what, what do they right? have what do they call in England the dubious goals panel right <laughs> right 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 because then you what realistically I love the, the dubious it's the greatest name for anything in the whole world sure yeah well let's pretend from the fifties until ten years ago the home ground uh, I guess scorekeeper would be the one in charge of that they're like ah yeah. That guy definitely gets the second assist. So, so you would start to see an uptick in like the home team stats, right? Which, by the way, has been true a number of times. There's a uh, a reason why most of the professional leagues, at least in the U.S. and obviously the the FA in England, have had to go to a, a model where it's like, whoa, 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 you you guys aren't in charge of this because it's your stadium. We're bringing people. It's a third party company, StatSync, Opta. Exactly. Know, now they have exactly. third party, yeah. Like we'd be talking about like holding the clock so that Michigan State can get one extra play to beat Michigan in 2002. It's like that's, Our that's the kind of shit we're talking Squeaky about. Squeaky bum time was a real thing yeah. that Alex Ferguson got because he berated fourth officials mm-hmm. to get that those 30 seconds. Oh, well, that's I don't not know how he did it. NBA. He fucking did it. Yeah. Right? right. He he would just drive his team on to get that extra. And those 30 seconds make a difference, right? right. Especially, you know, why Why is there extra time? It's squeaky bum time. That's the name of the show. It's That's the, the real deal. The By the way, it I've, we found out the story. It's actually not – it's a misquote from an AP writer, but I forgot the story. Oh. <laughs> squeaky bum time was not what he said. Uh, it was something else. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, I, I find that stuff interesting. I find evolution. I was reading a book called football men from 1965, where this really good writer is writing about like guys from the fifties. He's writing about George best hanging out. And like some of the stuff that they did in the sixties was like when they were apprentice, it was real. Like you stayed at some lady's house who was associated yeah. with the team yeah, and you it. were like a kid. Build teams, build pa- yeah. uh, parents, I should say, or hosts. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean that happens all in 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 uh, in Canadian junior hockey. That happens, right? And like, they I mean, get I, and, and, too. It's exciting. <laughs> well, yeah, it, <laughs> but no, but I mean, it, basically, in any hockey city in the states and all of Canada, that's what happens. You have families who take in kids, fifteen, uh, not even probably thirteen to to nineteen, and they basically stay with them for the course of a year. Yeah, but here's the thing. That's the thing that's interesting, though. Like, if you really sort of break it down, I wonder the structure of hockey is probably more parallel to like all the teams in the UK. Like they could have pro rel in hockey over yeah. there easily. Yeah. Oh right? yeah. Right. They could, cause it goes way up and way down, down to low junior hockey's gigantic. There's enough, there's a team in every town. Yeah. They have is. probably more parallels. But the problem of- is, is that the, 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 the turnover, the player turnover is so fast, right? Like, so you can't really get away with it. Cause like, uh, no team, no player is on that team for more than three years ever. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's probably yeah. untrue, but like, yeah. No, but and, I mean, and, just, just these sort of interesting structures. I think, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I think the way to think about it is, and we've talked about this a million times is if, is if the NFL, uh, sorry, is if college football had it evolved into professional sports, Yeah. how would it be treated? How would people react to it? If there was mm-hmm. a professional Michigan 
And mm-hmm. how would they treat the like the old days wouldn't be that way? Oh, how did that work? You know, they became yeah, yeah, yeah. professional. And like, what do all the institutionals change? How does how does the whole thing work? And you'd just be like, what? You would it's, you would be all fucked up. It's sort of interesting that if you think about it for a second, like that America's greatest academics, right? Because the Ivy League basically was in in the college football game as early as anybody. Yeah. So our smartest Same with football. Our, well, that's well, that's what I'm saying. Europe, they yeah, were soccer. Yeah. Uh, that that our smartest institute, our most wealthy institutions, let the NFL happen right under from, from under their noses. Right? They're like, we could have been that times seven because there's that many more teams. Like, oh, we didn't really want to. Whatever. Oh, it was the violence, right? It was. It was. They they tried to ban it, right? Teddy Roosevelt said, no, 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 no. We should keep this. Yeah. And it should be part of our, you know, muscular Christianity. That I'm so I love the sort of foment of professional sport sort of post 1850s is amazing. The whole thing is just all of it from rugby to football to, I think the Australians are the oldest professional league in like 1867. They start their rules. We have our rules. Canada has their rules. And then it sort of morphs into ours that all these football codes are all happening at the same time. And they sort of all sort of, we coalesce around the football association around a Northern rules from the Sheffield group and they write the fucking rules down and it expands from there. And it's this amazing thing that we're still talking about, still wondering what goes where and who did what. And uh, the professionalism and the money is, is incredible. And I just want my team to win the league and not have Liverpool win it. Well, let's talk about more, that more than you've anything. got Brighton now. I do have Brighton. I'm afraid. Uh, how do you feel about that? Yeah, you should. Be. I'm afraid. So city are at home. The boys should be over their sort of like bridge too far moment. They had their Operation Market Garden and Montgomery fucked it up. So we don't get the bridges in Eindhoven and we don't end up in Berlin in the winter of 45. (laughs) So that didn't happen. Uh, You know, it's a bridge too far. I made seven movie references. I just talked about the Germans. I talked about the British. The Polish did help with the boats, but it didn't go so well. Anyway, so I do think City will be fine. They're at home. Uh, I think Pep probably thinks the most like Potter. So he'll think that City are going to try and, you know, fuck about and try and he'll think that Brighton are going to try and flood their midfield. The thing with Brighton is they'll play four systems in a half an hour. Like they'll just move and you're like, where the fuck are they going? Uh, One thing that was noted about this game that I listened to a couple podcasts was that Cucurella was shithousing pretty good. With your boys, certainly was, and that team has a little bit of that, right? There's a little, there's a little bit of uh, Duncan Duffy. They get in there, and mm-hmm. Basuma's a tough bastard, and and Wepu is a tough motherfucker. Like these, and Wepu's Afri- sneaky. And by the way, he should have been caught. He sh- probably should have gotten red twice in the first half for a second <laughs> yellow. Got away with it. Got yanked off at halftime. Um, but he's a guy. Like he has finish and bite. Unlike anybody else, like I know Trossard took the goal well, but Mwepu, when he gets the ball, scares you a little bit. He and it's taken a while for him to get used to it. But you know what you have to think about is like this is a guy from fucking Zambia. There's yeah, like three of them, and he got out of there. Like when you go look at a map, where Zambia is, that shit is far, man. It's not like some English colony where there's a you know a lot of immigrants. You know, like Nigerians, that's fine. And Ghana, they have a lot of history with football where there's a lot of guys looking and whatever. When you're from fucking Southeast Africa, Zambia is out there. Like, how the fuck did he even get to be found? Yeah. And so you, I get a little bit of like, this guy's legit. 
sort of the same way Sonny is a little bit. Like when you get those Korean players, you're like, if he's here, he must be fucking good. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, what the fuck is he doing here? Right. Right. So, and Wepu took time. And then I have Calcedo, who's 20, who's also a guy to watch. Brighton just, their big problem is they don't finish goals. Uh, as much as uh, we like to think of, I think Mopes spending too much time finishing with women and not finishing with goals. Hey. They miss penalties. They've let, they are in the top three and draws across all of Europe. So they've just, they're close, but they need Liam Delap. And I can't wait for City to fucking loan him there. And I can see, <laughs> you haven't seen him. You haven't seen what he's like. I haven't really gotten to watch him. He he hasn't played is the problem. He was on the well, Champions League squad and I was hoping that he was going to play. He's this big, he's basically Holland. And what's going to suck is Dortmund is going to get him. And because the way Sancho went and the way, yeah. you know, all these English players don't get a chance. He's going to go to Germany and just kick ass. He's that good. Anyway, yeah. you're running out of steam. Give me the, give me the cue, baby. All right, let's get out of here. That was the Squeaky Bum Time podcast with Mike Salerno and Laurent Cortines. We are the football wing of the Chop Sports Network and we are on Fine Hub. We love you people in the UK, you rat bastards. We record on Tuesdays and Fridays, so be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you're listening on Apple or any other podcast platform, please rate and review the show. It makes a huge difference. And if you don't, we don't like you. Anymore.